This episode of the Up for Discussion podcast is brought to you in part by an appeal to human decency. Hey, so, uh, world, can you... Can you just cool it for a sec? I mean, don't get me wrong. A lot of good has been going on. Like, some great, good, super great stuff. But we gotta have some words. Are you... Are you trying to bring back Nazis? Like, Nazis. Real-life Nazis. Are, are you fucking kidding me? Do, do I need to explain to you why that's not okay? Just stop. Just cut the shit. Nazis? Seriously? There are Nazis again? Just walking around? Fuck me. Nazis. Just punch a goose stepping motherfucker. Honestly. Welcome to the Up for Discussion podcast, the only show on the internet where we talk about the things we talk about in the order we talk about them. My name is Johan Denora. I'm Adrian Schoen. And I'm Tom Zalatnai. And I did not mess that intro up, I don't think. Well done. You pointed at me, Tom, as though you were going to say, well, the thing is. No, I was giving you a... Ah, nice. Oh, finger gun. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, some, some gun boys. Yeah. Pow, pow! Bang! What's up, guys? Uh, well, we got a real generous donation this morning. Um, Thank you, Eric. To the tune of $70 million. <laughs> uh, One million dollars. <laughs> Tom and I both did that great thing from, from the Mike Austin Myers Powers, film. Michael Myers. Still a good movie, guys. Good movie. No, no, don't, yeah. Don't I, underestimate I think it's still it. good. I think so. You know what is not necessarily a good movie? Hmm? Old School. Tell us about it. Do you... Do you guys remember? Have you seen Old School? I've seen it. Will Ferrell, Luke Wilson, Vince Vaughn. Luke Wilson comes home one day from his boring job. He comes home early from a conference. He finds his wife, who's also, a, I don't remember. She was in one of the uh, the National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. She played the daughter. Anyway, it doesn't matter. She's important. She is cheating on Luke Wilson. Oh, How would you cheat on him? He had such a strong jawline back then. Two thousand three. I know, and and now I have no sympathy for her whatsoever. Yeah, she mm, she is a bad character because she did this. Oh. He, I have taken that device to mean that this is my hero. Luke Wilson is the hero because he was cheated on. He, he has not. done anything up to this point in the movie, but he is a hero. No, okay. no fault. No fault. No for fault him. at all. Yeah, no. He gets a house, uh, very cheap. Um, of an old professor who died and this house is right near a college campus and Vince Vaughn oh their friend Frank Will Farrell hmm. just got married Vince Vaughn seemingly married he has kids they're moving Luke Wilson into the house and Vince Vaughn is like man this is a golden opportunity we're gonna get so much p word p word <laughs> pineapple on pineapple our pizzas. on our pizzas <laughs> thank you uh glad and to help Will Ferrell, who just got married, totally okay with that, apparently. Luke Wilson's like, I don't know, guys. Wait, do you mean Owen Wilson? I mean Luke Wilson, but I got to do <laughs> Owen Wilson's voice. He's like, wow, wow, wow. Um, and then they have this big party, and Vince Vaughn is Vince Vaughn the whole time. And 
just just not very not super good i remember liking it when i was a kid but then i was watching it today and i realized like it's 2 p.m on a monday and like i do have schoolwork and if this is anywhere on my list of priorities it needs to be bottom (laughs) and right now it's superseding a lot of stuff Mm -hmm. so so did you complete watching it no i i do this i think that like i have a problem you know how they say you shouldn't like watch tv while you eat sure because it it creates like this um mental connection in your brain where you always want to eat when you watch tv yeah well i did not heed that advice ever so now whenever i'm eating i need to be watching something okay not really vice versa like i'm i can watch things without eating compulsively but i do need to like be consuming some sort of media or be like having a conversation Mm. yeah Um, like i mean are you talking to your family or oh no of course when you eat if you don't watch television i don't stare at a wall yeah i don't like that i don't i don't (laughs) yeah right like so i i don't think it's the craziest thing in the world like if if my girlfriend's not there we're not watching something together Mm -mm. i'm I'm not going to, yeah, stare at my food and just think quietly about what I'm consuming. Oh, my God. Then you have to think about, like, acknowledge your inner thoughts. Yeah. Oh, oh I don't no. want that. You need no. a distraction. That kind of Constant. introspection is not healthy. No. No. See, or it's incredibly healthy, but you don't want to ever do it because it leads you down some paths. Yeah. So so you, to fill that void of loneliness, you decided to watch a bad Vince Vaughn movie. I just look because I just finished Step Brothers, which I still like to this day. And like, you know, yeah, whatever. There's problems with it. But it's I, I still like that movie. I think it's funny. And I looked up Will Ferrell on Netflix because I was like, I got to keep getting that curly headed fuck. Got to get some Ferrell. We got to get some Ferrell. And um, I'm in a Ferrell mood today. <laughs> wow. The only um, options on there was a cougar. The only options on there were like, <laughs> were like, <laughs> what's the one where he. Dodgeball. Stranger Anchorman. than fiction. No, Dodgeball. I, Dodgeball. I would have watched right away. Stranger, Stranger than fiction. I watched recently, and it's a g- really good movie. But Elf. I, I don't want to watch again. Elf was on there. I don't like Elf that much. It's also too early. It's too yeah. early. Yeah. It's. I'd rather watch it around Christmas when time. Not the mood. It's on nine hundred times a day. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I can just click any channel. <laughs> Talladega Nights. The Legend of Ricky. No, Bob. I think I probably would have watched that before Old School too. No, it was the, old I think SNLs. It, Oh yeah, it was just like old SNLs, and it was dusty. My screen was dusty. Actually, it was weird. Three episodes of The Office. <laughs> oh yeah, that's what uh, it's called. That the three. Yeah, it's only those three. Netflix removed all the other the ones. Feral Chronicles. Yeah, exactly. D'Angelo Vickers. Uh, what else is Will Ferrell then? Um. Well, yeah. Drummed no, he, for the Chili Peppers. Yeah, yeah. He does look like the drummer for the Chili Peppers. Well, no, I think it was the one where he plays basketball. I just don't find oh, that movie very funny. The what is that one called? I don't remember. Hoops, I did it again. Hoops, I did it again is specifically correct. Thank you, you Tom. You made that up. That doesn't exist, it's right? It's not Hoops, I did it again. It's like... It's like <laughs> Wouldn't oh, that God. be great? You're going to make me look this up right now on the air. Huh? Oh, is it 17 was... again? No, that's Matthew Perry. 17 again has nothing to do with basketball, does it? Does I'm sure he plays basketball I was thinking the that. skating one, and then I was like, did they do like another one of those? That... I think uh, it was either the skating one or the basketball one, but either way, I didn't really want to watch Blades that. of Glory? Basket Boys. Oh, you know what? No, it definitely wasn't Blades of Glory. It, it, just because that name, I would have remembered it. <laughs> it was. Just feel free to talk about literally <laughs> anything else. I, I enjoy. Just oh, this. Daddy's Home was on there, and I'm not gonna watch Daddy's Home. Just no. oh, Semi Pro, Semi Pro. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Semi Pro. I think Hoops I Did It Again would be. A <laughs> Hoops much I Did It Again movie. is a better, it's much better. Yeah. Yep. Oh man. 
So we have yeah. a question. We do. Yeah. yeah. Guys, Patreon's a crowdfunding platform that lets creators work directly with their audiences to produce the best possible content at the lowest possible cost to the creators. Uh, if you want to help us make this show as great as possible week after week, you can go to patreon.com slash up for discussion and pledge as little as a dollar a month. If you do, you'll be joining the ranks of fine folks like Patrick, Gabriel, Kendallin, Candice, Eric, Carlea, and Thomas. And if you give us at least $5 a month, you get to tell us what to talk about once per cycle on the show. Today's Patreon topic comes from Carlea, who wants to know, is it okay to punch Nazis? Now, I think I know what we're all going to say. Okay. No. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Kidding. But I want to come in here and... Are we doing something wrong that people had to even ask us (laughs) what we thought of this did we fuck up somehow do you mean did we as the host of this podcast fuck up or did we as society oh we as society are way way past the point of me even thinking whether or not we're fucked up yeah that's a resounding yes because society definitely fucked up if we have to ask if it's okay to punch nazis yes i think we as the host of the show I don't know. I don't think we've made anything. Last week we talked like about punching Nazis. I, I said we it did. out loud. Yeah, I, I I said that it's not okay to, or that it is okay to punch Nazis. Tony, I really, to, you're to, I think you're the one fucking up because you keep telling this line. I, this is uh, I'm I'm drinking this coffee now. By the end of this podcast, I'll be alert. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. For the last for the closing. Yeah, just for tumble down. <laughs> uh, no, um, I, it's definitely okay to punch Nazis. I would go so far as to say that it's also okay to punch people who really don't think it's okay to punch Nazis. Oh, interesting turn. I I don't know that it's okay to punch anybody, but I mean, there, there's a, a, a bold, vote. bold stance. I mean, I I think uh, the core problem with Nazis uh, and, and this entire dilemma of, of violence is that okay, if your net result is more people getting hurt than the thing that you're stopping, so if you punch a Nazi and that somehow uh, stops a chain of other people getting punched because Nazis mm. are punching people. Right. Uh, then I say punch that Nazi. Okay. But uh, if you're just, if you're ending up punching more people than would have been punched, like net punch uh, <laughs> together, <laughs> net punch. then I, I think you're just uh, adding punches to the world. Okay. that makes So it's a trolley problem, kind of. Yeah. Like if you punch that Nazi, you're saving five people from getting punched. I don't think punched. Nazis want to, punch people though is is the thing i think they want to do way worse shit and just right now they are like testing do tipping dipping their toe in the water right. and not even because people are like actually getting murdered and yeah. like still get murdered their knees are in the water at this point it's, yeah it's deep but i i think there's a a, a casual nazi that's not not yet <laughs> gotten too too deep into that that's um, my favorite will ferrell movie <laughs> the casual, casual nazi, nazi. I feel like the only person I would, I'm going to use the term casual Nazi because you used it. Um, <laughs> I don't great. know that I like think that's a thing, but like I will go with it. But I think those people are just people who like live on the internet, right? And who mm-hmm. who like don't have the spine to like go out in public and like actually like stand for anything, mm-hmm. even if it's despicable. You know what I mean? Like, right. um, and those people... If is it okay to punch them? Like, I don't know. I don't think you'll ever know that they are out there. Yeah, like it's it's maybe not worth punching like a casual Nazi. I think it's only worth punching a Nazi who's actively Naziing. Right. You got to like hit it up. I just up think the you'll never layer. you'll never yeah. meet a casual Nazi. Like you'll never meet one. Oh, okay. So you'll never have the opportunity to punch one anyway. I would I would disagree with that. I have a strong <laughs> suspicion 
That's a weird way to say that. I have a, I have a strong a feeling that clue. Like, oh, it was Johan in the Nazi room with this candlestick. <laughs> the Nazi room. Have you been casually Naziing? <laughs> no, but like, I think like I, I have a strong feeling that probably there are casual Nazis, like people who are like, yeah, yeah, totally, fuck, fuck everyone who's not like me. But like, I would rather just sit at home and watch Will Ferrell movies instead of you know going out and rallying about it. Yeah, I, I think there's a. I'm a not whole... calling you a casual Nazi. No, no, no. <laughs> what I'm yeah, if you're watching a Will Ferrell movie, guys, you better check. <laughs> I think there's a whole range of of people emerging that are, uh, you know, they're like, I'm not racist, but I really like this Confederate statue, right. and I would put that as kind of like not a Nazi, but really on the way. Yeah, Nazi <laughs> yeah. adjacent. I so I don't think that you need to punch that person because i think that the problem there could just be that they're like either just misinformed or like a little bit willfully misinformed right and ignorant. that's i don't even think that like really fits yeah ignorant i don't think that fits into the same spectrum as a nazi right somebody who's like uh confederate statues are part of our history like that's based on like a logical fallacy like it's based on like an untruth because yeah. like a lot of those were erected in like the 30s right so it doesn't just doesn't make sense but what I'm saying by you will never meet a casual Nazi is that a person like the person I described who is on the internet and like espouses these views under a pseudonym and like has mm. all kinds of Reddit accounts that there's r slash the Donald. That person is not, I mean, not all of them, but I'll, I feel like a lot of those people are, are not, um, yeah, I, I courageous enough, courageous, courage is maybe the wrong word but to actually in person in public say their views and they might even deny it in real life yeah or at the very least say nothing so you'll never meet them is what i'm saying but i think they're getting all frenzied up by like going Mm. to these things where there are nazis and they're like hey that guy's got a point and i would call that person a casual nazi yep yeah but you won't know you won't be have the chance to punch them because they are not going to say to you that they are that they believe that they're just going to do it online until yeah. they get, you know, at some point riled up enough to think that they should be saying it in public, at which point punch them in the face. Right. Yeah. You see what I mean? Oh, totally. I think, I think that that brings up a good point, right? Where it's like, I think it's always important to confront Nazis, whatever level of Nazi they I can't are. Right? Punch you over the internet. I can exactly. just talk you down and well, shit on you. And, and maybe that's what, maybe that's what's better than punching them. But I think that there's definitely context where it's fine to punch a Nazi. Yeah, I mean, if it's if it's over the internet, there's really not much you can do unless you want to, you know, report them if it's on a social media platform or something like that. In which, yeah. which I also think is fine to oh, yeah. do that, of course. Absolutely. But um, always in in person, if someone is in a in a in a space and is like actively promoting that kind of ideology. I mean, at the very least, you got to shout them out of there. Oh, yeah. At the very least, if not punching. Just because there are people, there's so many people that are so vulnerable mm-hmm. that, um, like, we three are white. And uh, admittedly, Adrian, you're a woman, but, like... Um, admittedly. <laughs> admittedly. <laughs> the secret revealed. <laughs> I am a woman. I um, will cop to that. Yeah. You will cop to No, but, but like... We're, you, we're also all, like blue-eyed and blondish yeah it's like stratas of of privilege or whatever (laughs) but like so in a public space like i could just ignore a nazi because i'm not their target demo for hate but there are people there who are their target demo and there are people there who are vulnerable and who don't have either or don't feel would would not feel safe confronting a nazi Mm -hmm. so as 
white people, especially blonde, blue-eyed, arguably sometimes a shady haircut <laughs> people, <laughs> it's our responsibility to either. I mean, I I just want to punch somebody. Yeah, you um, know that. Well, that that might speak to something else. But uh, yeah, uh, may, may, may I share a, a story uh, that. Uh, the town I'm from, Skokie, Illinois, is famous for exactly two things. One, a very brief mention in the movie uh, Usual Suspects, and that is not relevant to this conversation. Uh, but I do like the shout out. <laughs> <laughs> and the other is, is uh, the Nazis uh, famously marched in, in Skokie uh, because there are a lot of uh, Holocaust survivors. When was this? Uh, it was the 70s. Oh, I mean. wow. Okay. And um, I, I feel like if, you know, like the, all these people came to protest and the, the Nazis had the, the freedom to to march and speak their peace and everybody showed up to to um, show their dissent and, and uh, disagreement with us. But they were, had the freedom to, to do so. I think uh, if that story had ended in a riot, mm. it, it's not the same story. It's not like the same kind of pride as stand mm. behind something and say like, we acknowledge that you can do this and it's hateful and mm. we're not going to agree with it. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. Like I, I was listening to something earlier. I wish I could remember what, uh, and they were talking about like how the, um, cereal, you were listening to cereal. I would not. <laughs> 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 so, unless it was a good bowl of rice crispy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, no, Snap. I, uh, I, I think in fact I think it was the drunk ex-pastors that I was listening to friends of the show um, I uh, they were talking about how like the there's a lot of people who kind of equate the like Antifa movement with like being just as bad as like Nazis <sighs> which is like it's side. not <laughs> long big yeah. long side yeah and they were one one point that they made was like if you it might not even have been them maybe it was a different show I think it was them though um, was uh, like the maybe you shouldn't punch a guy who is standing there spouting Nazi rhetoric, but you should definitely like stand next to him and shout like better things than what he's shouting until he stops shouting Nazi rhetoric. Mm-hmm. Like, cause that's not, that's not a violation of his free speech. That's mm-hmm. you exercising your free speech. Right. Right. Yeah. And yeah, I don't think it's like entirely um, black or white. I think it's gray leaning to black <laughs> let's say if black <laughs> if black is the punch right. um but yeah so like if we look at something like charlottesville mm. um which i mean the nazis there were very very violent yeah um the counter protesters uh from what i understand were not like um beginning any kind of physical confrontation right. but they were you know actively um, marching against and shouting down and trying to and I that totally heroic and yeah. and super brave and I think that is like the the that has to be your first response that yeah. has to be your first response but what I'm I guess my point is more that like if it comes down to it it's okay morally to punch a Nazi if that's what has to happen yeah. but then again but then it comes into like if you punch somebody like you are inviting violence on yourself. Sure. And you have to be prepared for that. And yep. you need to be in a space where you have backup or, or at least in some sense, you you are willing to take that on. Yeah. And if people are okay doing that, then defend yourself. Um, if it comes down to it, I, I just think you're morally in the right. You will always morally be in the right if you punch a Nazi. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing, right? It's like, it's it's no better or worse than punching any person that you do not know. 
out of anything other than self-defense right um but it yeah it can sometimes come to that right and i think you're right to say that like your first response in situations where injustice is being done should be to promote justice right loud loudly Lo- to, like to shout and hard justice. Yeah. and get people behind you yeah absolutely i think that's, that's the the braver choice but mm. I, I do think it it, it there's an interesting phenomenon that is newer than Nazis, which is this kind of That's like... That's my favorite Will Ferrell movie. <laughs> newer than Nazis? <laughs> this kind of like for the lulls kind of uh, ethos that it's, um, you know, like, oh, it's all, a, it's all a joke and it's all kind of combined and things don't have consequences. We just want to get people riled up. Right. Uh, I believe in nothing. Uh, nothing has consequences. I'm just here to piss people off. Right. Uh, which I, I do think is weirdly driving a, a lot of the activity right now. And also like people not fully committing and committing to these like weird ideals. Right. And I think they're garbage people. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to garbage people, by the way. You guys provide a service to society and uh, I appreciate it. Theoretically, the the garbage people who are supposed to pick up my trash on Mondays constantly forget to okay well ndg get yeah, it together get my it guys. together garbage people yeah. stop being trash bags <laughs> so I, I i certainly if those people get punched i'm i'm not losing any sleep over it i don't know that it helps <laughs> that's fair yeah yeah i was listening to um a ted talk <laughs> about um like how to fancy like how to combat like radicalization in um young people and like they mentioned all kinds of different methods that they were using a lot of them are really interesting like using social media networks and like messaging people who were like displaying like warning signs and and saying like hey i used to be a nazi and i'm not anymore and if you'd like to talk to me and apparently they had like a 60 percent not success but like 60 percent response like back mm-hmm. like people would reply back um and actually engage with this with these people mm-hmm. And I think that in a lot of cases for people online, that is a good solution is like, tr- like we need to try and combat it by like getting to the root of the issue, which I think is people feel disenfranchised and people feel yeah. um, like they don't have a um, sort of like a network that, around them and they don't have like uh, pe- people to support them or things to believe in of their own. Probably low self-confidence comes into it in a lot of cases. And that needs to be tar- like those people can be helped and saved. Yeah. Um, but people who are like full blown Nazis, I just I don't know how much like energy <laughs> it's I'm like I want people to spend now trying to like change their minds, right? Like with reasoned debate or whatever. Mm. When like we're in a time now where so many people are are being brought into this ideology and this ideology is like gaining traction, right. that is scary. You got to pump the brakes on that. Find a way to stop that. <laughs> yeah, and then we can go to like the more reasoned trying to just talk people down type thing you know right like it's all it's always going to be more effective and important to teach the youth good morals and values than to try and convince like older generations like and when i say older generations i even mean like young adults and like Mm -hmm. middle-aged people and like you know lost guys yeah like (laughs) honestly like by the time that you're like an adult it's going to be a lot harder for you to change your mind about stuff right Mm -hmm. because you've just gotten used to things and you know it's it's not impossible, but I think it's it's more important to just be like educating the next generation to be not shitty people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah. I, I've been thinking about this as I I get older, and you know how like when people get old, they just become like a ridiculous 
parody of themselves like everything that yeah um, <laughs> was like small and and ridiculous about you is now your your dominant like personality yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and i feel like when you're you're younger you're you're struggling more like you're you're preoccupied with like just trying to make things work mm. so you make a lot of these concessions about um, you know, I, I'm not going to uphold this like weird quirk I have so much. I'm not going to put all my energy into that because I just I need to like make my rent. I need to hmm. find a job. I need to get through school. And then as you become more settled, you, you don't have to expend so much energy trying to fit in with the world or mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. do those things. So now you're just like a cranky person in your own home, just stewing in your own idiosyncratic <laughs> like, like, I'm just going to be more dumb. <laughs> <laughs> and you dumb kids, you don't get it. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah for absolutely. sure. Yeah, I, I not to say that like older people can't be changed or saved. I just think like the more radical you are, and the more like willing you are to really be out there with your views, yeah. just like the less attention needs to be put on you hmm. as far as the talking and the education and stuff that needs to happen at the ground floor. And when it when it's already fucked, like you. <laughs> Just the priorities, order of operations, guys. Well, that's it, and it, it it's like when you building a when you build a building, if yes. a building falls over, you are right, an architect. Right? I'm that's, an architect. Okay, I yes. have a PhD in architecture from <laughs> university. I love that. And uh, I heard it's the Harvard of the. <laughs> it's definitely the Harvard of the. <laughs> uh, and my my favorite professor, professor, uh, once told me if you don't have like a strong foundation on a building, sure. it doesn't matter what's above it, right? Mm-hmm. And like you know, if an old building burns down and you rebuild it from the you know from the the foundation is still there but you build everything back up it's still going to be a shitty building because the foundation is shitty it's you've got to like chip away at that foundation to make it good and so buildings that are going to last longer are the buildings that have a strong foundation that's why you only live on a foundation you yeah. have no roof or walls. <laughs> that we're recording in the middle of an empty lot that I bought a couple of years ago. It was dirt cheap. Sometimes you hear airplanes and large ah. flies. Ah. <laughs> Seagulls. Hey, what's the matter with you? Bums. <laughs> and more. Play, uh, hockey, play hockey. Oh, yeah, we've got a hockey player walking up to the table. <laughs> Just a second. <laughs> hey, what's... Uh, hello. You're, you play hockey, I guess, sir. Yes, sorry. I uh, was just repeating my motto. <laughs> What's that motto again? Yeah, I play hockey. Oh. Yes. Good motto. Great motto, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I believe so myself. So um, what brings you to Montreal? Uh, uh-huh. Sorry, why didn't you catch your name? Oleg. Oleg, nice to meet you. Yes, hello. What is your name? Uh, I'm Tom Zalatni, host of the Up for Discussion Tom podcast. Tom Zalatni. That's right, yeah. <laughs> Sound like you come from my place. Nah, it's Hungarian. It's definitely not Russian. Okay, don't, bye. don't start rumors. Hey, your name? Adrian. I hello. Hi. Yes. I come from Russia here to play hockey. Okay. Yeah. Uh, my father. Your father? Oh, I can tell it's really hard for you to talk about him. Why is he laughing at me? I'm sorry. I'm not. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not. I just... Please continue. Your father? <laughs> yes. Uh, what is your name? Yeah. It's Johan Oleg. Nice to meet you. Yeah, happy to meet you. My father lives in Switzerland. Not much hockey there. Uh, so I come here to play. You don't like this so much. 
He want me to be a doctor or a, a teacher. Sure, a respectable profession that you know doesn't. <sighs> this is what he said. Yeah, respectable profession, but uh, I love the ice. Mm. I love mm. to put a stick on the ice mm, and sure. slap. Yeah, uh, hard disk of rubber. Mm-hmm. This is my calling. Always mm-hmm. been my calling. Sure, but did you ever consider maybe uh, like a I don't know a more lucrative? Uh, I guess just a more um, lucrative. Have you seen the NHL contract? Uh, not personally, no. Uh, me neither. Not in person. But I've heard that they are very, very uh, lucrative. Uh, uh, like you say. Okay, sure. Yeah, I, I just I, I wonder if maybe your father's issue with it is that it's not a real job and he's a little concerned. Yeah. You know, you're letting your childhood habits and hobbies sort of lead your life. You know, uh, I always say to uh, my dog. His name is Pepsi. <laughs> I say to him, <laughs> he is so small, little man. I say, Pepsi, do not let your dreams run from you like neighborhood cat. Wow, that must sound really cool in Russian. Okay. Oh, I think there's some Portuguese in there. Yeah. <laughs> so- <laughs> Where where specifically in Russia are you from? <laughs> oh, like if you woo, where in Russia are you are you do you hail from? I hail no king, no liege. I come from from Moscow. Yes, to answer your question. Wow. So Oleg, I, I noticed yeah. that you um you're in a chicken suit. Yes. So I'm wondering if if you've not quite made it to the professional well, league. Well, here is problem. <clears throat> I buy condo. I come to Canada. I buy condo. Sure. I am told this very good investment. Sure. Yeah. I find condo fee very high. Yeah. Very very high. That's a problem with condos. Yeah, I did not know this. The banker told me good investment. I say, oh, like stock market. He say, sort of not. Re- I buy it immediately. Now I am stuck having to pay off condo. My father does not know. He can never know. Mm. I, I feel obligated to tell you, let you know now that this uh, this podcast will go out onto the internet, mostly unedited. Oh, um, you so, cannot cut my audio. No, no. Oh, like we're not. This is arguably the most interesting part of the show. So we're not gonna. You will not cut me from show. Like I know we're not no. gonna cut you from the show. Yeah. So. I mean, is our show big in Switzerland? Yes, yes, good point. Is the show big in Switzerland? We get a couple of hits here and there in a Switzerland. A couple hits. Yeah, yeah. Switzerland, not a big country. No, that's probably like an 8%, 8 like, of the population, probably. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. definitely going to hear it. Eight gonna, people yeah. in country. So maybe you should come out and come clean and, you know, let them know that you're a mascot yeah. and you've not you know, been able to achieve your dream that he was disappointed in in the first place. My father thinking uh, hockey, not a job. How I tell my father that that I am dressed in chicken costume. Not playing hockey. Not not playing hockey at all. That might be a selling point. Maybe if you tell your dad that you got a real job as a hockey mascot, he'll understand instead of a hockey player i just you know it's still a far cry from a doctor is it Mm. oh like what do you think Uh, for me doctor is like being 
trash man. <laughs> I don't want to do this. Right. Digging around inside of children. Oh, no, uh, I don't think you're doing it right. Yeah, I, that's a weird I, type this of doctor. Is, yeah. I hear the doctors do this many times an hour. Sure, yeah, certain types of doctors and pediatricians and uh, others. Look, I have very fun talking to you, but now I know my father will definitely hear this. I must be going. Sure, what's your father's name and email address? I'm going to make sure that My he, uh, father's name is Golan. His email address is golan at gmail.com. <laughs> he was in on ground floor. <laughs> the dot-com bubble burst Man. on his face. Wow, that's a... Were his eyes okay? Yes, yes. All right, good. Well, we'll do him a solid and send him an email telling him to not download this. That's Thank right. you, my friends. You we'll are sure so to kind to, to me. Episode and I appreciate this so much. You're welcome, man. I'm definitely emailing your dad. What did you say? Yeah, Johan, what was that? And I wish you the best of luck, Oleg. Thank you very much, my friend. I appreciate Hug me. I don't want to hug you. I hug you. Hug you. Here, come, come. So sweaty. Why are you so sweaty? I play hockey. I'm sweaty man. Well, do you play hockey? Well, okay. All right. Thank you, friends. I see you later. Bye. 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 Don't get a job. Fucking creep. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Man. Um. So dad's gonna be so mad. I'm emailing his dad first thing. Oh yeah. Golan. Golag. Yeah. It was Golan at gmail.com. Golan at gmail.com. Um. So Carly, we hope that that kind of helps to answer your question. Um. It's contextually maybe okay to punch a Nazi, but it's probably better to um, have like a really loud dialogue with them, and also even more important to like have dialogues that prevent further Nazis from existing. Be safe, Carlea. Yeah. yeah, don't don't get in harm's way, okay? But yeah, you're very small. We, uh, I, you're 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 a minuscule person. I wouldn't want you getting into an altercation. Minuscule. Wow. She's, she's a teeny tiny person. <laughs> she's very small. All right. Itty bitty, even. Well, yeah. Wait, yeah. Well, then it's it's best because maybe just just don't punch people. Yeah, unless somebody, you know, needs to be saved. I don't know. I don't live in that universe. <laughs> I've never had to defend somebody like physically. Carlia lives in Texas, right? No, uh, I believe San Fran. Oh, you're in a pretty liberal place, I think. <laughs> yeah, if you see a Nazi in San Francisco, it's probably safe to punch them. You'll probably have some backup. Yeah, there's a lot of people walking around with I'm with her pins mm-hmm. on their lapels, I bet. Do you guys want to read about some horses? I I heard this is a saucy one. This I is heard, a saucy I one. I heard this is the second to last one. Oh, a uh, penultimate. It, it might be the third to last. We'll know next week. We'll know next week. <coughs> All right. We're not going to leave the audience with a cliffhanger. We're 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 gonna end this one, all right. So don't you fret, all you, all you fans. Of- it, it'll get there <laughs> one day, one day. Well, last week we uh, when we when we last left our hero, Calendar Scott, uh, she had just had sex with Kate, her uh, very fancy and ridiculous school teacher. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to start us off? All right. <clears throat> Calendar rode home in a daze. Kate's voice undulating through mind. (laughs) You should be getting as many new experiences as you possibly can. Now, while you're young, you are a smart, strong, beautiful young woman. Suck the marrow out of life. 
Nailed it, Johan. Her teacher's encouraging <laughs> words, as well as the massive amounts of endorphins coursing through her blood from hours of sensuous, rough, acrobatic sex carried her home as if on wings. She spurred Dazzle onto a gallop and thundered up the drive, letting the young mare into the corral. Calendar slammed the gate and ran into the stable. Oh, there, Calendar! In her rush, Calendar had nearly bowled Simon over as he descended the stairs from the hayloft. Where's the fire? Oh, Simon, Calendar exclaimed, breathless at his sudden proximity. His sleeves were rolled up in his shirt collar, unbuttoned, dark hair tussled. Can I just say something? She can't go from sex to sex like that. She may be going from sex to sex. All right. Dark hair tussled over his forehead. Calendar breathed in deeply, inhaling his smell of sleep and sweat in deep pine forests. Oh, Simon, we can make our we can make our own fire. I think she's going from sex to she sex. She threw herself on him, pulling his mouth to hers, and she pushed his back against a post. She pressed her body against hers. <laughs> She pressed her body against hers and felt him respond with enthusiasm. His hands ran over the curve of her waist and over her fine, firm rump. Smiling, Calendar grabbed Simon by the belt loops and dragged him up the stairs, throwing him down on the pile of hay he'd made his bed. She pulled her dress over her head and declared, Miss Kate says I should have all the experiences I can while I'm young and damn it Simon (laughs) you're one experience I'd like to have you down oh I'm down Simon (laughs) murmured eyeing her tall strong body with a look of awe as he began unbuttoning his shirt Miss Calendar I would be honored to be counted among your experiences to be honest Calendar I never thought you'd be very interested in me in this way well, certainly not after Tom showed up anyway. Calendar sighed. How come all you boys ever talk about is each other? I swear. <laughs> she's moved to Southern Bell. <laughs> it's all Simon from Tom and Tom from you when you barely slid out of me. Gross. <laughs> uh, it's what about Tom? Oh, what about Simon? For All that you say you get along fine without each other. You sure talk about each other a lot. I do get along fine without him. It's just... Wait a minute. He slid out of you? What? When was he in you? Christ. A couple days ago. But that's what I mean. If I just slept with any old guy, you wouldn't care. You probably wouldn't care that I just slept with Miss Kate. But when it's Tom... She didn't sleep with him. She had sex with him. She didn't sleep at all. It's a common euphemism. She hasn't slept once in this entire story. <laughs> I haven't seen her sleep for eight pages, damn it. <laughs> just on a hallucin- like a hallucinating uh, from insomnia sex romp. This is all in the script. Insomnia yeah. sex romp is my favorite Will Ferrell movie. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, okay. This is a lot of information. Simon sat up and rubbed his face. Okay, first Rub calendar. his balls. <laughs> Simon sat up and rubbed his balls. Because <laughs> they fucked. They had sex. <laughs> okay, first calendar. I surely hope you use condoms regularly because this is a lot of sexual history you are sharing here and birth control only prevents pregnancy. I used condoms with you, didn't I? Okay, just checking. Secondly, Tom and Ms. Kate... 
At the same time? A few days apart. Not that I'd say no to it. I told you, I'm taking what I can get here. So, you only slept with me because you'd already ridden the Tommy train? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Choo-choo! <laughs> Rowing all the way to the station, babe! <laughs> oh, boy. I slept with you second because of how opportunity arose. You are both very sexy men who arrived on my ranch. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Who arrived on my ranch right in the middle of a summer of angst and passion. I had opportunities with both of you. I would have been foolish to give up. You and Tom didn't break up? Tom and I were never together. We had a great night and some good conversations. But I don't know where I'm headed next, and neither do you. Whoa, wait, wait. Good conversation. They, they, they talked about how All they talk like, about is how they fucked other people. <laughs> how their girlfriend died in like a horrible accident and a miscarriage and then they boned. That's a great conversation. <laughs> it's it's just, right to the point. There's a lot of information exchanged. Oh, dear. Sorry, continue. <clears throat> this isn't a good time for me to start a relationship. And frankly, you're not in the best place for it either. If you're worried about me being over Kelly, it's been years, Calendar. I'm not worried about Kelly, Simon. I think you're not over Tom. Simon looked away, and his green eyes filled with tears. His full lips trembled, and he ducked his head so his raven hair covered his face as much as it could. I'm over Tom, he whispered. I don't need him. It's okay to need him, Calendar said kindly. (laughs) It's okay to miss him. He misses you too. Simon looked up, his face eloquent with anguish and hope. He does? He breathed. (laughs) This is what I'm saying, Simon. You and Tom have so much to talk about. You two need to talk to each other. I'd say we do, rumbled Tom's voice from the top of the stairs. Oh, shit. Back at the house, Big Joe sat with Sheriff Johan on the veranda. I sure am glad those two boys came around this summer, said Big Joe. I've been worried about Calendar all alone except for this old man. It's been doing her good to have some friends her age. And they're not bad to look at, grinned Johan. <laughs> I'm sure that helps her out, too. He's a gremlin. <laughs> Carol's a smart girl. She can handle herself. And she's been happy. That's all that matters to me. I think Kate's done a lot to boost her confidence, too. She seems excited about college now. I hope so. I don't want her to give up. Now, what was this you were talking about, saying your name backwards or something to (laughs) banish you to another dimension? (laughs) Their conversation drifted as Kate and Adrian came riding up the drive. Adrian was talking loudly and passionately, gesticulating as Kate listened, looking mildly annoyed. Who's this? This must be Adrian. Yeah, this is. Go. Oh, fuck voice in my ear for Adrian. <laughs> Just you do it. Okay. <laughs> what do I sound like? She's young, Kate. I'm not saying I've changed my boundaries. I'm just saying you should have thought about hers. Kate responded, her voice too low to hear from the veranda. Adrian sighed and jumped off her horse. I know, Kate. I know that. I'm just surprised. Her voice trailed off again. Kate dismounted, too. Joe and Johan watched as the wo- the women brought their horses to the corral to join Dazzle and Patrick, the two horses that I had forgotten about. Same. Uh, Kate perched on a fence rail as Adrian looked off the saddles and bridles, throwing them over a fence. 
She leaned on the fence next to Kate and leaned her head on her wife's shoulder. Suddenly, Kate's laughter rang out across the pasture. Adrian swung around to face her, and all seemed forgiven as the two melted into a passionate embrace. Big Joe sighed. I miss that. Johan raised his eyebrows. Marriage? <laughs> that companionship. Some days I think there's not another woman out there for me. Johan drank in the last of his beer, threw the bottle down to the porch next to him. It may not be another woman for you, Big Joe. Joe scoffed. Oh, thanks, Johan, he responded. Johan reached over and took his friend's hand, fingers interlacing with Joe's big <laughs> work-worn ones. <laughs> I said there may not be another woman for you, Joe, but there's someone who's always been here. Someone who will always be here. Big Joe turned to Johan, joy and surprise spreading across his craggy face. Johan, he breathed. <laughs> After all these years. Jafar! <laughs> always, <laughs> smiled Johan, leaning his forehead against Joe's and stroking his cheek with his free hand. Oh, Big Joe, always. The rays of the setting sun stretched warm fingers over the house, the paddock and the stable. Embracing Big Joe and Johan as they shared their first sweet kiss. Adrian and Kate as they enjoyed their steady love. And Calendar as she embraced the attention of both her lovers in the hayloft. Tumbledan Ranch glowed with golden light and sweet love. And the very bones of the old house seemed to sigh with contentment. Later, there would be conversations to have and decisions to make. But for now, all was well. All content. All bathing in affection and perfectly content. In one big fuck fest. And then the house boom. <laughs> shit. Then the fucking veranda stood up and fucked the house. <laughs> if the house comes a knocking, don't start rocking. If the house comes. <laughs> yeah. Smoke started billowing out of the chimney as it came. Big spurts of beautiful. Dazzle and Patrick are boning in front of the house. It's beautiful. <laughs> Oh dear. Uh, <clears throat> Calendar took a real personality turn. <laughs> I feel I, I was growing very attached to her as she was exploring her young sexuality, and now she's so cavalier about the fact that she's fucking everybody. Calendar, <laughs> Calendar was like, I don't know if I like books. And I was just like, I don't know if I like to get chained up so much. <laughs> I think I need to change this ball gag for a larger size. <laughs> Tom, what cage am I back there? Can you check and put in a bigger one? Maybe just use that old riding crop from the side over there. Just ram it up there pretty hard. I'm pretty sure that's a 12 gauge. <laughs> I'm sorry for turning you into Gilbert Gottfried at the end. <laughs> you, Sheriff Johan moved his mobile home beside the old ranch. The two structures looked at each other lustfully. I'm going to fuck you. <laughs> Who disturbs my slumber? I'm going to fuck you <laughs> and your fucking veranda. Uh, 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 uh. Let's have sex. <laughs> then the Decepticons were born. <laughs> Uh. <clears throat> wow stupid show <laughs> <laughs> thank oh, you man. thank you mystery donor mystery donor for all your for all your 
hard-earned oh. dollars that went straight to this. <laughs> you donated money. To, I'm sorry to disappoint you. It went straight to sound effects lessons for the final episode. <laughs> <laughs> just as a... Yeah, I, I think the last chapter is just... I think I'm going to buy like two steaks and just slap them together in front of the mic. Oh, gross. Just a couple of... Wow, this was unlistenable. <laughs> These last 30 seconds, man. Oh. People are going to click this. The title of this episode is going to be, Is it okay to punch Nazis? Yeah. People are going to listen to like a good like half hour discussion where like, we get oh, really great. deep into it. Tumble down ranch, a palate cleanser. Yeah. Then they just made gross sex noises with their mouth. Oh my god. Woof. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. I feel Wowie. spent. Me too. Do you guys want to wrap up? <laughs> we could wrap up. Oh dear god. Maybe a short one. I don't know how long into this we are. How deep into this. Oh, I think we're very <sighs> deep into it. I think. Pretty deep. Oh my. I think, uh, is it okay to fist Nazis? Let's go on another. <laughs> <laughs> no fisting, you say? <laughs> I think that's the all too important question. If anything, isn't this world about loving each other hard and violently? <laughs> I think yeah. I think we can fist racism to to, to non-existence. Death. Yeah, sure. I'm gonna stitch that into a pillow and. Put it on All my of couch. that? Yeah. Wow, that's a big pillow. <laughs> I need to pee, so we're going to wrap this show right, right the fuck up. Let's yeah. wrap it up. Rate, review on iTunes and Stitcher. Subscribe on your podcast app of choice. Share this episode with one friend who you think makes disgusting sex noises. <laughs> and we're on Twitter. I'm at Johan Denora. I'm uh, at Boxless Thoughts. And I'm at Tom Zalatni. And the show is at Down With Talking. That's right. Uh, and thank Crackers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Special. <laughs> Do you want to take that again? Johan is uh, dissolved into a small flesh pile. Yeah, you do it. (laughs) Uh, Special thanks to Crackers and Jam for letting us use the title track of their EP, Benson, as our theme music. You can find all their music for sale at crackersandjam.bandcamp.com. It's catching. It's catching. Crackersandjam.bandcamp.com. Thank you for listening. Remember to support the show. And to all a good night. Special thanks to Eric for his generous donation. Thank you. Yes, come to see you. I